hoki mai ki ngā whenua tapu o te ngāhere tawhito ki reira e ohākina te huia mo te āke āke āmine so, so spirituality and it's the interplay between the two worlds it's when you start doing demarcation lines mm. right. you know, that, that's when right. you start getting yourself right. into trouble right. and then he says and those right. elemental realms actually were your tutors yep. for a period yep. of time yep. and then it says until the promise comes yeah which is Christ which right. is Christ yep. so there's a period yep. of time where it exists yeah <clears throat> and it's still going to exist yeah but actually you've got to come to the promise yeah ipanu ite pai pera tapu kotaku kupu ia te nei ite mea he tamariki tonu te tangata mona te kainga ka hore ia e rereke e te pononga Ako ko te rangatira ia o nga mea katoa. Engare, e a mea tiana e nga kai tohu tohu e nga kai titiro ke taia rā anō te wā i whakarite i te papa. Wai hoki ko tātou i te mea e tamariki ana he, ponona, he pononga tātou nā nga mea timatanga o te ao. Ā, no ka tū tuku i te tama, ka tonoa mai i te atua tana tama I whānau i te wāhine, i whānau i raro i te ture. Hei hoki i te hunga i raro i te ture, ki a whiwhi ai tātou ki te whakatamarikitanga. Nā, i te mea he tamariki koutou. Kua tōnoa mai i te atua te wairua o tana tama, ki roto ki a koutou nākau. E karanga ana, e apa, e pā. Now I say that the air, as long as he is a child, differs nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so, we, even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoptions of sons. And because you are sons and daughters, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. That is from Galatians chapter 4, verses 1 to 6. No my hoki mai ki te hui come home podcast. It's nice to have you along. Look, I am so stoked to introduce this week's series of podcasts. Um, I have already interviewed a number of people on a series that I'm calling Atsuatanga. It is a it is a look into Māori spirituality, a Māori worldview, uh, and what it, what it um, uh, what is a Māori understanding when it comes to relating to Atua Māori, the Māori gods, and uh, the angelic realm that the scriptures that the Paipera Tapu talks about. Uh, today, to start off with. It's a deep honour to have sat down with uh, Matua Hakiaha and also uh, Brad Harmi, whom you all know. Now, Matua and Brad are more than qualified to talk about this topic. Um, and as you'll see throughout uh, this uh, part one and part two, the, the, just these guys, it, this, this topic just flows from their tongue. And what's more, if anything... Matua in particular has to hold back some of his corridor, knowing that this is going out to a public space. And so he's got to sort of tinge what he says, which is uh, a great wisdom on his behalf. But if you ever get to sit, sit down with both Matua and Brad, 
than uh, the stories that these guys have to tell uh, of their experiences in Christ, of their experiences in their own whānau and their families. Uh, it'll just blow your mind, truly. When I'm out and about speaking on um, uh, Māori worldview and the history of Christianity in New Zealand, the number one question I get from people is, well, what about those Maori gods? You know, what, what about the Atua? And it's a question that really comes out of ignorance, really, of understanding uh, the domain of the spirit world, um, both from a Euro- Eurocentric perspective, but especially from a Māori perspective. So this is why I'm, uh, I have interviewed a bunch of people um, that I'm going to be presenting to you here. So this is just an introduction. Uh, I will say this, that I'm stoked to run this series off last week's podcast with David and Dale Garrett uh, on worship and the the importance of the indigenous sound. As we begin to engage in the next four or five podcasts here, I think it's important that before we talk about this topic that we truly take a moment to behold Christ, to behold Ihu Karaiti, to reflect on the nature and the character of God as revealed in Ihu Karaiti in Jesus Christ. Uh, and I want to say from the bat, uh, right from the start, Ihu Karaiti te kaihango na mea katoa, the creator of all things, which as Colossians says, includes invisible things, the realm uh, of both uh Above the earth, on the earth, and under the earth, as St. Paul says in Philippians. So we exalt you, you who karaiti is Lord of all. So take this next season, learn, reflect, have a humble heart, and I hope you can gain some insight. Uh, Let me close out by saying thank you so much to all who have purchased a copy of Who Are Come Home over the past month. My wife and I are deeply humbled at the response that this book is already generating. Uh, and also, um, I, um, uh, my, my, my hope is that you all have an incredible Christmas with your family and friends and a happy new year. Please get some rest, have a great time out there, be safe on the roads and enjoy yourself over the summer holidays. But I'm signing off for 2017 with uh, Atua and Angels Part 1 and Part 2 with Matua Hakiaha and Brad Harmi. So, nā mihi. Me timatau pēnei, uh, i roto i wēnei whakaneke-neke tana, te tikanga mō te Māori, me timatau i roto i te karakia me te whakapapa. Oh. Koena te tikanga. Okay. Mēna mōku, Aye. karakau mō tēnei, kai āia wō nā tikanga. Aye. Enari mōku, nā te mea nāku te whare, uh, anā te tikanga, uh, ka mihi au, ka tuku, uh, ka tuku karakia, ka mihi au, ka hui au ki te whakapapa. Okay. Anā me timatau pēnei, anā me inoi tata. Okay. Uh, e te mātā tuhi o te awatea o te pō, tēnei te mihi nui ki a koe. A nei nā tokotoru nei e noho noho mai i roto tēnei o nā whare. Tēnei o nā whare uh, i roto i a te atatū. I roto i a Ngāti Whātua, ana nō reira i te matua, taumai tōrina, taumai tōhā. Taumai tōrina, kia ope ope ai koe wo mātou whakaaro, kia haere tō tika uh, ki nā kraipiture, kia haere tō tika ki nā kupu, i maringihia mai, mai nā kraua me nā kuia, uh, mai nā rangatira i roto i nā karaki, whare karakia, i roto i nā kāreti uh, karakia, whai haere te kupu uh, nā mihi ki a rāta. O te rā te matua, uh, humai ki a mātou uh, tō māramatana, uh, mō nā patapātai, kua puta mai mai tēnei o nā kai whakahaere, kai whakaneke-neke. 
ana no reira taku tono ke a koe a uhia mai a torina to wairua tapu mm. i runa i roto i a mātou. When I talk to Tom Okaque, he wrote to Motapu to Matavarika, he writes, Akaton. Amen. Turu, a Kahuria, Kaque, the Kaikawe Korero, the Kaikawe Partai, a tenate me in Kaque, Taranaki Monga, my Weraka wo Monga, a two to one, he wrote to Fakapa, and a Norea Kaque J. Then I know my Harima, then I could. Ojira Kaque. Uh, e brei, tēnei te mihi nui kia koe, anea mātaha tua waka, uh, kōrero hia te kōrero, uh, kai roto uh, i tēnei whare ko mātaha tua. Ana nō reira mihi nui tēnei kia koe, nau mai piki mai, uh, ki roto tēnei mā whare, i roto i a te atatū. Ana nō reira kia koe, Brad Harmi, nau mai hare mai, tēnei te mihi. Ana uh, ki tēnei huihunga, tēnā tātou katoa. Aotira, uh, ki te kaupapa te rā, a e te pō, te pō nei. Uh, tēnei te mihi nui ki te kaupapa te pō. O reira, tēnā, tēnā koe jai, nāui kawaihia mai te kaupapa. Uh, tēnei e kōrerohia mai ena e, e kūpere e, e, e tīmatahia mai nā kōrero. Uh, I tipu mai tēnei i roti a Ngāti Pūkeko, uh, ko mā tātua te waka. Uh, ko Pūtau Aki te maunga, ko Hine Mati Oro te awa, uh, nā ko Ngāti Pūke ko te iwi. Ana nō reira, uh, ko ena tahataku pāpa. Enari ka huri aeo tahataku māma, uh, ko tūhei te iwi, uh, ko Ngāti Koura uh, te hapū, uh, 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 ko te niku te marae. Hmm. Ana nō reira, tēnā kotau, tēnā kotau, tēnā tātou katoa. Uh, uh, me, ana, ka mutu aku au wera mahi i mahi ai a kraua me nga kuia uh, e tohu tohu ai rātou kia mahi ai tēnei mahi ana nga mihi uh, ki te kaupapa ano reira tēnā tātou katoa a ka hoki anō tēnei koro kia koe jai uh, ka ea koe te, te rākau e pupuri ana te rākau pū kōrero ana ka ea koe tēnā ana ka ea koe wo patapātai ana uh, nga mihi ano uh, uh, Woku nei whakaaro a mōku uh, Kia mena kai te pīrani au ki te whakautu i wopātai i roto te reo a ka hāri au i roto te reo enari me whakapākea wha whakamārama i au wha kore oh. anō reira, tēnā koe tēnā tātou, kia ora tēnā koe kia ora matua De, uh, nō reira, um, you know Brad you might need to you might need to interpret sometimes what Matua says. Kia ora Matua, mō te mihi nei. Look, it's, it, it is a privilege to be sitting with both of you guys here tonight as we sit around green tea and pistachios. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, coming back to that, that first thought, you know, with this question when, you know, a lot of people are, Somewhat, you know, it's probably a, a a distance between confronted and affronted when um, someone is talking about uh, like the wairua in Kopapa Māori versus their their understanding being raised in a Western church or in a Western context about things to do with spirituality that might be languaged outside of their Christian framework. Um, so here we are, we're here tonight to talk about that. So um, 
like I said before, when someone asks the question, you know, but what about the, you know, NATO and Māori? What about the Māori gods? Um, first and foremost, what do you guys actually, th- what do you think about that question to start with? <laughs> Brad smiling. That didn't come through on the, uh, the microphone, but he's smiling. Um, the question. I think if you're going to ask that question, you should have a knowledge of it, actually, in some ways, because most people ask that question from an ignorant perspective. Right. And um, uh, if you're going to ask that question too, you, you need to be in a place of going to have a two or three day conversation. <laughs> not a five minute or a 30 right. second answer right. you know because actually you um these things uh have to be part of reason you know to reason things out but um you know for me I, right. but you also have to make a choice i believe in jesus and, right um i know that na'atua maori is there right. um but i make a choice to actually choose this way right you know, and so simple as that so <laughs> okay we'll get because i think the quit the question they're asking is another question actually that's not the question Ooh. what's the question well the question is father's day no the question is are oh, all those mo- evil maori gods and all that's all rising up and what are we going to do about it with all the it's all rising up in the schools and blah blah blah, blah and what are you maori's doing about it okay Okay. You know, I think there's a whole stack of other questions behind that question. Oh. Okay. Okay. Matu, any thoughts? Start off with. Yeah, me had out the old pocket. People, well, first of all, people that that asked the question about Atua Māori, I've got to really try and understand what are they actually asking me. Right. Are they asking me about the Māori gods? So first of all, are they asking out of an unknownness? Right. Are they asking out of an unknownness? Or are they asking out of some knownness of Atua Māori? Um, and are they asking because they feel comfortable with the people they're sitting with right. and feel safe? In other words, that they're not asking um, and feeling intimidated by the group of people that they're with. So I think it takes courage to ask those questions. But I think also <coughs> that sometimes people do ask um, out of ignorance but there's a whole range of reasons yeah. why people ask right. Right. out of the unknown the some known out of ignorance out of the fact that they feel comfortable with the audience that they're with um, and it's something that has been a bedrock to them and now they're trying to unearth that right. and so they're starting to feel comfortable about it um, so that's that's number one uh, but 
for me, in terms of Atua Māori, um, there's, I think there's been a real change of what Atua Māori meant to my grandparents, okay. to my parents, and to me. Right. Because in my Western education, we were taught Atua Māori from a book and from a Western right, right. perspective, whereby my grandparents weren't taught any of that. <laughs> it was part and parcel of their life. Right. To them, Atua Māori was day-to-day -day life. Right. And I'll give you an example. Yeah, yeah. I remember I went back for a tūhoi ahure right. about 25 years ago. And the reason I know it's 25 years ago is because my daughter wasn't born. <laughs> and so my wife and I, Carolyn, went back to Ruatoki. My grandmother was still alive, my mother's mother, a wonderful kuia called Atanohotima. And so um, when I went to the Tuhoi Festival, they handed us the Tuhoi program of what was going on for those four days in Ruatoki. For the Ahure, the Tuhoi Ahure. And right at the back of this program book, they had the whakapapa of how Tuhoi came into existence. So it went right back to Rangi and Papa and then filtered its way down wow. to, to Tuhoi. Right. And then for some of us, we then carry on that whakapapa from Tuhoi, um, in this case to my grandmother, right. then to my mother, then to me. Right. And so my grandmother had a, a wealth of knowledge of of her own um, whakapapa, not anybody else's. Right. She may have, but on that day it was just about her genealogy, and half of it was on the back of this program. And then she said to me, "Mena ka fifi korua he baby. Mena he wahine to koto baby." Tapainga here my tena ingo. Ah, kote ingo nai ko hine wauriki. Kapata yo kitaku kuya. No hea no tera ingo. Ah, koira tingo na to kuya tera ingo. Ah, te hea kuya. To wake kuya. No hea no tena kuya. Ana kai waho to kuya. Ka hareau ki te kuaha, a tana whare. Ka pātau ki taku kuia. A kai hea tana whare. I mea mai koe kai waho te kuia nei. Kai hea tana whare. And then, my grandmother looked at the genealogy in the back of this program book and she said to, to me, and my wife was with me, when you two have a baby and if it's a girl, I want you to give her this name, Hine Wauriki. And I said, oh yeah, where's this name from now? Oh, that's your grandmother's name, your kuia. The word she used was, Noto kuia tauinga, that's your, one of your grandmother's names. Oh yeah, now where did this kuia live? Oh, she lived outside, just out, out here. So I go to the door and I open the door and say to my grandmother, oh, which was her house? And at that point, my grandmother and my mum's sister, my auntie, uh, a woman called Betty, just looked at me and shook their head in disgust at me <laughs> and said to me, 
you have been polluted. Your worldview, your framework of Māori, Dao Māori, has been polluted. Oh. And, yeah, yeah. And my oh. my auntie was sitting there, her head bowed, <laughs> you know, shaking her head. I said, oh dear, I've offended my nan. <laughs> I've offended my auntie. But but despite all that, they're still my nan and still my auntie, oh. you know. And they, they love me irrespective, yeah. And then my auntie, then my grandmother said to my auntie, Whakamārama here mai tau a kōrero ki tēnei ana mokopuna nei. And my auntie said, she's talking about your kuia out there. And she's oh. referring to Mother Earth. Oh. Oh. So in my grandmother's mind, this genealogy that dated back way back to the beginning of time, <laughs> she was talking about, so she was making it intimate and personal. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So there was an intimacy and a and a deep personal relationship that she was talking about. Right. But she kept using words like your grandmother, your grandmother who lives out there, right. your grandmother, right. and then that's when it hit me, your grandmother I'm referring to is Mother Earth. Right. So right. Mother Earth and the sky, so sky right. and earth had a union. Right. They had, one of the children they had was Tani, Tani Mahuta. Right. And from Tani, they had this, Tani married this, had this woman, and then he had a woman called Hine Wāriki, a baby called Hine Wāriki. And that's the name they wanted me and my wife to name our daughter. So to my grandmother and my auntie, it was as if they could see, and they could because she was Mother Earth Aye. and Sky Father. And so only three generations from that, so there's Rangi Aye. and Papa, then there's Tane, then there's Hinewariki. Mm. And so she's only talking three generations Aye. from Raki and Papa and referring them to me as my nan. Aye. So there was that intimacy and personal calling of referring to her as my nan. Wow. Yeah. And so, and when we did have a baby, we named her Anahira Hinewariki. And so she bears that name. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, so that's the view yeah, that they right. had um, of Na Atua Māori. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just about Atua Māori, it was about a relationship. Right, you see? right. And the right. Māori is all about whakapapa and relationship. So, 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 so I, I liked your phrase early on, Jay, where you said about this whole thing of, um, of, um, of putting things into blocks, right. you know. And I think that's what I was doing. I was, you know, block departmentalizing and 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 and, and blockerizing, I suppose, <laughs> uh, a spiritual world. Right, right. Um, but a spiritual world that had a reality, and the reality was sky and earth. Right. Yeah, and the reality continued. Right. You know, to Tane, the forest, and right. it continued to right. Hinewariki. Right. And Hinewariki, Hine is the the is the the Māori term that we use for female, right. e So that's yeah. yeah. So that's a Māori version right. of female. Right. Yeah. And so hine wāriki, and so when you talk about the ao Māori, wow, yeah. yeah, the ao Māori, right. that's the Māori world. But when you put a W in front of the AO, it becomes wow. Wow. Yeah. And wow means you're talking about the forest, the ocean. Yeah. So so you start um, compart 
yeah, horrible word to use, but compartmentalizing the forest, the the birds, the the the, the ocean. Well, not necessarily compartmentalizing, so spacing, but yeah. like placing. Yeah, so it might be yeah placing and liminal mm. spacing, but mm. but also um, and the ricky means the small ones. So Hine Wauriki is actually the mother of all the small things in the forest. Ah, oh. oh. yeah. Oh, we. Mm, so that's what my and so we named our daughter that. So that's the world my grandmother and my auntie grew up in. Um, a world that I grew up in, yeah. but because I'd gone to school, to a Western Parkhead school, then I, I started, as my auntie put it so lovely, that my mind had been polluted from the Western world. And I love that, because my mind had been. My mind and my world right. had changed right. to what my grandparents was. Right. Yeah. So that's... So, so yeah, so it, it's, yeah, I love what Brad said is that it's, you know, we've got to have a three day session, a week even, about just that topic. <laughs> yeah, we, we you just can't do it in, in the short times. Okay, well, that, and plus, you know, you're teaching new concepts, right. old concepts to new brains. Okay, this and it's like that old wineskins, you know, you're putting yeah. um, new wine into old wineskins. Well, should we do that? Yeah, will you be in? What's that? For a hui like that? Oh, Three day, four day, five day hui? Oh, a wānanga? I think we need to. Wānanga, wānanga, tapu. Yeah, here first, folks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is good because this is all prelim stuff to help us prepare for that, I guess. But So how, like, like you look back at that story now, is, the, you know, the language that you use, it is not... It is not from your perspective, I think, well, this is the question, mm. that is not anti-Christian, that is not anti-Bible, that is not anti-Scripture. Yeah. I think Sorry, I've, I, got, I've got to put you, I've got to ask a very compartmental question here, because that's what that is, but... But to you, it's not, is it? No, no, it's not. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're making it to be that, but for me, it's not. Right. But yeah, yeah. When we start using terminology like anti this and, and pro this, right, then we're then we're compartmentalizing, you know, those those right. those phrases. Because Māori think holistically. That when I look at my grandparents and my aunt, my mum's generation, of which who are still alive, yeah, they didn't think like that. Right. Hmm. Right. They thought holistically, you know. Because it was because fucker papa is about a connected connectedness. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Brad, we we've um, you know uh, we interviewed you at your house a while ago. Um, and you talked about your story of coming into faith. When it comes to um, like like what was the journey for you? Say spiritually, you, spiritually as as a Maori that wasn't a follower of Christ or whatever. And then walking into uh, the world with, oh my goodness, this understanding that, oh, Christ Jesus is real. Like how, like, like in your understanding of your own spirituality and spiritual perspectives, how, like, what's that journey, you know, what was it like back then for you, you know, walking from a, you know, a non-Christian perspective as a Māori person into a Christian perspective? Um. Oh, well, our, our family were brought up as Catholics, 
so you know we knew the whole Jews, Jesus story and right. Mary and Joseph and rosary beads and things like that you know um, how Mary full of grace and all that kind of stuff and so it wasn't hard to shift but then I was interested in Māori things I suppose because my my grandfather was right oh just life you know and if I had to think so the switch to Jesus wasn't it was really just a moment of convincing that he's real rather right. than just a ritual or going to a, a church and right. um and then I had to look at so what does that mean for me then because the qu the question I asked the guy who was preaching I actually went to my neighbor's house what's his name um there was an, a, a, an old evangelist who was living at the back of my grandmother's place at Fakatani for a while, and I went to him and I said, why should I follow... Wheeler. Yeah. Uh, Rob Wheeler was his name, and I, I went and asked him a question. Why should I actually follow Jesus when, if I really followed a Māori worldview, actually had everything within it to live a life in this land? I didn't really need a Jesus in that. Right. And he thought that was a pretty amazing question. <laughs> and it was, uh, I don't know, five or six hour conversation. <laughs> um, and in the end, I said, oh, okay, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll believe in Jesus after that conversation. And um, basically, we went right around the whole earth and around the whole cosmos and the history of the world to arrive at this moment. And um, I... You know what? It actually made me more Māori, actually. Because right. I heard God say, now I'm going to make you search more who you are Whoa. and dig deeper into the Māori world so that you'll know who I am. Whoa. So, Wow. If anything, it kind of made me have to ask deeper questions about wow. um, Māori things and, you know, you know, and all those things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for years I, I've kind of searched those things, or, you know, they just come to yeah. me really, and, and I ask the questions or search it out with a Jesus lens on. Right. You know, which is basically sifting. Right, really. right, right. And God's got me to sift okay. things that that are of him, things that are not of him. And things that are, I want you to understand everything, right? So you can get the picture through my lens, but then, you then you're going to have to make a choice about how you, how you move in those worlds. Yeah, right. You know, so, right. that's how I would see it. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> like. Uh, how how's that been for you then? Oh, pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, pretty amazing. I'll sit there and go, far out, you know, because I, I can, if I didn't have Jesus, if I didn't have a Holy Spirit right. driven um, life, I suppose, I would just look at everything in the Māori world as, wow, that's, you know, I'd just follow it without. Right, sifting it. Right, okay. You know what I mean. Right, okay. Um, whereas God will go take me into 
something and then he'll show me something or he'll talk to me and go see that go yep what do you reckon about that right you know um and we'd have a reason about it you know um well like in in a way as 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 maori people talking about maori things like like it it seems very in a way oxymoron to be talking about this uh within a maori framework in maori space because like what what do you mean <laughs> like what do you mean you're talking about these differences or whatever however when we you know realize in aotearoa that you know the majority of aotearoa is Pākehā and thinks Pākehā um and thinks you know we've all you know all, all of us have been trained from a western framework and 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 all things to do without without lives um i remember reading a quote well i don't know if it was an exact quote but this guy um greg boyd said that the the western world and the western civilization is the only civilization in history to describe the world completely materially in other words doesn't have the western world over the last two to three hundred years has eliminated a spiritual understanding of reality whereas every culture outside of the west relates to creation and relates to the world from a spiritual perspective therefore how you know the the question is you know what about the the maori gods um like primarily it's a question based on fear i think (coughs) like like it's a position and it's a position of uh the fearful unknown um so how like what would you guys say in regards to i guess entering into and awake like uh, awakening people into a world that is it's it's non-dualistic spiritual material divide if you know what i mean like what would you what would you say to that I mean, from from what I understand in growing up, there there were there were two worlds. Right. So for the Māori, there was the Kauairunga right. and the Kauairaro. Okay. In other words, there was the esoterical. Yeah, the terrestrial. Yeah. And the physical. But for the Māori, there was a strong interplay between the two. Right. You know, they just weren't totally divided. Right, okay. And that's the key. <laughs> yeah. They just weren't totally divided. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, th- I think Western world has done that. The Western world has made clear demarcation lines of the, of the physical and the spiritual. They're clear demarcation lines that they draw up. Right. And in many ways, it's neither the twain shall meet. Right. But for Māori, for my worldview that I grew up in, there was a major interplay. So, for example, if I was sick, I ate the So, if I was physically sick, I, that my parents would be saying, he's sick because he's spiritually sick. He's not sick because he's physically sick. Right. He's sick because he's spiritually sick. Off to the river we go. So depending on what sort of sickness we have, I just had a headache. 
they'll do a kayaking for me. If, if I was immobile, then it's down the river. You know, we all jump in the car, we all walk down to the river. Then my, my father would say, hey, go and break a branch off. Then they'd take us kids into the water. And we, you know, we'd be freezing, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold, and we're in the middle of the night. Then he'd go and get the branch and put the branch in the water and sprinkle <laughs> the water over us. You know, and he'd sprinkle the water over us and he'd do a karakia. But the question to my parents and the statement by my parents and my grandparents wasn't that he's physically sick. He's sick because he's spiritually sick. They never saw it first as a physical sickness. It wasn't until they learned about doctors. <laughs> <laughs> so would you would you get, would you get better from it? Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there'd be a big prayer time, big karaoke time, and I'm talking. This could go on for about half an hour to twenty minutes, or half an hour. And there we are, cold. You know, we all pile back in the car. Those days you didn't need seat belts. You know, <laughs> ten could fit in the car, and then we drove back home. So, so for my from my parents' point of view, and my grandparents' point of view, and even mine. Right. So if something's wrong with my on my own, I go no karaki, karaki. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then you go to the doctor. Right. Okay. So not go to the doctor. Then, then we pray with you. But prayer should be part and parcel of everything you do, and so that's how I grew up. Okay. So talk to me very briefly. Then, what's the significance of water? Why go down to the water? Symbol of cleansing and clean, clean, of healing and cleaning and cleansing, and and water's life. We're not the wayura. Oh. You know these that oh, you know, the Māori kupu, the wayura. Yeah, in water there's life, and so there's a comparison, and there's a similarity in terms of biblical you know, right. principles and values. Yeah. Oh, what, pray yeah. tell. What's that? Well, you know, you know, from the Book of Revelation, there's a river of life that flows from from the throne above. Mm. Yeah. You see, but then my, I grew up Ringatu. So you heard the bro here, Brad, mention he grew up Catholic. See, I grew up Ringatu. So, so spirituality, and it's the interplay between the two worlds. It's when you start doing demarcation lines. Mm. Right. You know, that, that's when right. you start getting yourself right. into trouble. Right. But right. there's a strong interplay between the Ao Kiko Kiko met the Ao the physical and the spiritual, strong interplay. Right. But see, the Māori always went to the spiritual first. Always. So that's how I grew up. Right. So I grew up Ringatū, grew up Māori. So we were physically sick. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Wow. They couldn't see the physical first. They went to the spiritual. Right. I mean, there were symptoms. It was symptomatic of being physical. Right. But they didn't answer, they didn't respond physically. They responded spiritually. And that's how Māori were. And we went to the river because of water and the importance of water. And in Galatians, it talks about those elemental spirits. Mm. You know, these are two elemental spirits that Galatians, whatever it is for, okay. I think, right. talks about, you know. Okay. So the elemental spirits, um, there's two schools of thought. It's that Greek word, um, stoiki. Stoiki, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's that Greek word. And it has two, two meanings. It's elemental like ABC. You know, the rudiments, right. the fundamentals right. of okay. of reading and writing, sort of thing. The blocks of one, two, three, A, B, C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the elements also. The elemental means the elemental spirits. And what are those elemental spirits? The elemental spirits they're talking about are those fire, earth, 
wind, water. Huh. That's what they're talking about as well. See, Māori, we're used to that. So, but you see, it's those sort of things that Paul goes, well, I killed her, but taihuake. Right, right. So now, now that's now you, you just said Paul says taihua from, like, they'll just hold up, wait. Or do you, is Paul saying, throw well, them out? Well, there are, there are two things. So when we look at the book of Galatians, Galatians um, focuses on two things. It's really, Galatians, Paul really hammers all those Judaizers about the law, L-A-W-A. Snip, he, snip. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, the old circumcision. Yeah, snip, snip. See, so Paul really goes to town about their focus and their whole issue of works, that you are saved by works. See, so that's one issue that Paul is dealing with. Yeah. Is, and and, and yeah. Maori, mm-hmm. and so that's all the, you know, all the law, the regulations, you know, the law, LAW, the regulations, right. the protocols, all that sort of thing. Yeah. That's what Paul's talking about, right. about the Judaizers, and they're hung up on their works. Right. Then Paul starts talking about these elemental spirits, you see, so yeah. he's talking about two things. Right. He's talking about tikanga, right? And then he starts talking about wairua. Okay. And so when you look at Na Popo, the carving is of Māori, and you see some of them have three fingers and some of them have four fingers. Uh-huh. Now, many Māori will tell you that that's about a representation of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Some may even include Mary in that, you see. And then the four. The four, yes. Yeah. And the three. But some of them, but the old people will say, how do I wear the tikanga? That's not what the old people thought. Right. The old people say it's about fire, water, air, the things that sustain us. Huh. Mm. So that's what those three fingers mean. So is pu- and so- Paul is saying, but in Christ we don't need that. It's there, but we shouldn't make it our God, you know? Right. It's not right. to be it's not to be in lieu of. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But is it is it But it's still there. It's still there, that's fine. It's not to be worshipped. No, no, definitely not. Our priorities have to be re renavigated. Okay. And our priorities have to be renavigated by two ways. Right. So Paul is saying we gotta we're not saved by works. Mm. So that's the first thing. Right. In other words, we're not under the law. Right. And so the elemental spirits that he's talking about is the first part of those spiritual laws. I might need my Bible now. He talks about. Now I've just got my. Oh, help me he, out, goes, he goes into a conversation about whether you're actually a common child, child, or a uh, you know beginning or a a master's child. You're still under tutor. Oh, yes, right, right, right. Right. That's, that's, that's a, a, tut- a tutelage, tutelage yeah. of yeah. some sort or a law yeah. of some sort. Yeah. And then he says, and those yeah. elemental realms actually were your tutors yeah. for a period yeah. of time yeah. and then it says until the promise comes yeah which is christ which right. is christ yeah. so there's a period yeah. of time where it exists yeah and it's still going to exist yeah but actually you've got to come to the promise yeah and that becomes your tutor fantastic yeah, uh, yeah. well said bro so Ooh. galatians 4 3 8 yeah yeah oh is here it, we go the is beginning of galatians 4, 4. yeah so um, if you applied that that's true. The you know na na atua Maori. Yeah. you know they were the things. They were that, our tutors. Our, the tutors for the people. Of, of, yeah. In the, the rules and the regulations. Yeah. Mm. 
Right. But when you come to the promise in Christ, then those things actually their time is done. Mm. That's okay. what he's saying. Yeah. So right. to go back to them is actually making a choice. Well, it's a mockery. It, yeah. It, it's it, an absolute mockery. Right. To go back to them is a mockery. To go back to the law is a mockery of right. Christ's coming. Right. To go back to those elemental spirits is a mockery of Christ. Right. Right. We because don't need he all actually that. He's taken the role actually. of the tutor. He's taken the role of the tutor. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Well done. <laughs> That's the end of the interview. Bro. <laughs> yeah. A cup of tea time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think... Um... But it's also supported by passages in Colossians. Right. And Hebrews, I think, so, if my memory serves me right. So, okay. So... Bro, do you know those ones? You it says that Jesus has made the supreme mm. oh, yeah, yeah. above Col all things. Colossians yeah, 1, 15. Yeah. yeah. 15, 20. Mm. So, mm. you know... Um, so, so he, what but does that mean? Well, the, exactly, because as Westerners, you know, to put myself in my Western camp, which is mostly me, we don't understand elemental spirits. We don't have a relationship with that. We have a relationship with our phone. <laughs> we have a relationship with Facebook, right? We have a relationship with, um, you know, going to the movies or, or, like, or, or whatever it is. Um, we don't have a personal, by and large, most of us, I'm not saying everyone, but most people don't feel any sorts of ahua in fire or in, you know, any sort of personality in, in anything to do in the creative, creative order. Um, you know, I'm lucky to be surrounded by a lot of people who do, you know, trees talk to them, they talk to trees, whatever it is, you know, um, and that's not a worship thing, that's just their life. So, so how do you, because most of us will, as Westerners will read Galatians saying you don't need those things, but those things are still there. Mm. So as Māori people, how do you negotiate those things that are still there well that's one question how do you negotiate the elemental things that are very much present mm. um, and then two what's your um, um, what is your experience with the ahua of those elements? What, what's the word you're saying bro the ahua like oh ahua, ahua, you know, ahua. Like, yeah. like do you <coughs> have you ever had positive experiences Sounds like you have with the naming of your daughter. Have you had negative experiences? Does that make sense? You know, in other words, you've you've known that this thing showed up and it's had a ditty and you're like, I did not it, you know? Um, so that might be a question. Uh, okay. Go, Brad. Go, Uncle Brad. Well, I don't see. I don't see why you can't have that same, uh, you know, relationship with the natural world and Jesus. I, because actually, it's a big. It's bigger than Tani and Rumo and all of them could offer ever offer right. actually. Right. And um, people, so uh, you know that you want to experience well. I mean, my great-grandmother, whenever she had a baby, she had her baby at home, 
and the the whole all the family would sit and watch two giant lizards come and have a war on the front lawn every time every time and there was a green lizard and a black one and both of them came from a particular atua realm yeah and depending on what lizard ate the other one depended how that child would live right but see um both of those things were not if i had to put it through a lens of god the people were being how would you put it um oppressed no they believed in it so much that it always appeared Right. And then that would dictate how they would consider the life of this child to right. the point that right. both of them were going right. to bring a curse. So it became tight. But just which one? The child became typecast based on what happened to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. spiritual beings. What they would see in the spirit realm about thing, right. and that you could go, oh, but yeah, but that's been a Māori. Right. Well, right, no, right, 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 right. That's been dictated by some right. spirit that's realm good. that's actually going to deal to you. That's good, yeah. It just comes in a Māori form. Right. And that the right. ancestors actually had a way of understanding this, they in putting it into language, right. and into a a, a a a compartment realm. Right. But then there's a faith believing thing that works in that, that actually is gonna actually operate within your family. Right. So when Jesus comes along, he just shows you a different picture. And goes well. Okay, guys. You know, do you want that to happen or not, or right. do you want to continue right. to live by that? But it's up. I'm not going to push you. Right. Right. But, you know. And so half our family choose. Well, we don't want that lizard stuff. So we're going to go this way, and the other half say, "No, nah, we we love that lizard stuff." You know. And I've had fellows who have actually gone to the point of having to believe in Jesus. But to do that. They've got to crush the lizard that's wrapped around their body. And do they want to do that? Or they, they don't want to, they do, don't it. want to do it. They, they know that it's it brings a heavy curse upon them, but they love it at the they same time. Right. Because they feel this, that's actually part power, of their identity. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I can't force them to Come do on. whatever. I just want to squeeze that lizard and get it off their chest. Right. You know? Right. Um, but I can't they have to actually come to that place of making that decision so right. well even in our family you know you someone dies or same in most moldy families they'll just wait for three people to die you know when there's a tangy there's always three so all of our families all my life will read oh, get a phone call someone's died okay and everyone would sit around and wait for another one to die and another one because everything everyone had this belief Oh, I know everything goes in threes. So we just sit there and wait for it to happen. Whereas now I'm going, get real, I'm just going to do a karakia and break that right. power of that. you know. Right. So to me it's about, okay, there's a belief system and I, I'm not going to you know, publicly speak against it. Or right, anything, right, but, right. Yeah. But is, no. it, is it worthy and righteous for you and is it going to be uh, you know, you have to, what I'm saying, right. sift, sift it, it, yeah. you know, and so I, I don't even want my kids and grandkids to even go there. I'm happy to talk to them about it, but they may make a decision to go down. What there, do you mean by go, go there, go where? Go well, where? start to go back to that realm or to enter into that realm 
um, because they feel that it's actually part of their identity, you know, and it may be. This will tell the story, right. but actually that thing is not actually going to... It, it, that thing may will actually uh, not be healthy for your future journey. Right. You know? Right. All of us trying to get out of that, not go back into it. Right. If you get what I mean. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, my grandfather tried... Man, he was uh, consumed by that world. To the Even as a medical doctor, he was. Yeah, yeah. But he was very present and active in, in this stuff. Well, it was just around him. I don't. But a lot of time he didn't know. But to the point of actually killing his own family. That's how bad it was. Wait, eh? Well, he'd get out and do a haka and smash the door down and try and kill my grandmother. Oh, because he you was know? he was overcome by something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. He'd become a Maori warrior. Do a haka. Come in, smash the right. door that was that thick. With he, he would just become a total different person. Right. Right. You know, and on his deathbed, he actually gave his heart to the Lord one minute before he died. You know. So you're dealing with things that um, can go real deep and right. are going to, you know, and I suppose, I, I mean, I can I can talk about that stuff all day, not more than yeah, out of experience, yeah, yeah. but yeah. also out of yeah, teaching. Yeah, yeah. And, but what Jesus yeah. is saying to me is, well, I just want you to look at all these things from my, my lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you have to choose what is yeah. good for you right. and what is not right. good for you. I think, the, you know, the thing is really for, for m- most Western people, you know, most New Zealanders, we don't even have the lens. Like, yep. It's not, it's not even there. But, as soon as you step into a Māori world, <laughs> what you didn't even know existed is all of a sudden very, very real, very, very there. And I love the way that you say it. You have to, you know, Jesus is there to teach you how to negotiate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, how to filter, I, I guess. Well, actually, like, I've been reading Isaiah 1. So if you read Isaiah 1, there's a, there's a really amazing conversation in there and and god goes um and he's giving them a hard time about their harlotry you know about their being spiritual prostitutes that people are because they've got two gardens one with him in it and one with all the other gods right and he's saying well you're being harlots and you're going to lose everything including your land everything but why don't we just reason together i'll come down and have a conversation with you and we'll reason this out and your scarlet garments will become white and your land will come back to you you know so there is this thing of having to reason and grapple with god he wants to come down and reason with us about these things so yeah sure i want to have a conversation with him about na na me or nehera the ancient things and all that kind of thing like hardcore wow i love that stuff man I'm throwing another question here before you have a chance to answer my other two, Matua, but do you think, from your perspective and your experience, is, like, is everything to do with Atua Māori as far as the ahua goes, negative? Um, Look, in every world, in every culture, in every form of life, there's positive and negative. Right. Has to be. 
Yeah. I mean, look at God's will. God and the devil. Right. Every world, every society has a positive and a negative. Right. And if we try and romanticise Dal Mahdi, then I think we're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> you know, you can't romanticise some of the things that we do as people. Right. And, you know, that's what you love about the Word of God, you know. God says, for all have sinned, for all fall short of God's glory. Right. Not just the Mahdi. People think it's just the Māori when we start talking to Māori. They think that only Māori have these these issues. Right. But you look at every culture in the world, you know, that's why God is so generic in terms of naming sin, and he doesn't specify who sin is. Right, right. But right, right throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, and he was hardest on his own people. God was hardest on his own chosen nation. Right. Because they were the ones that carried out the whole apostasy, you know, that that is reflected throughout the Old Testament. Right. And that comes into the New Testament. So um, so like any culture, like any um, spiritual world, there is good and bad. And Māori are not exempt from that. Of course there are wonderful things in Dao Māori. Right. And there are some things that are just absolutely shameful <coughs> for people. Right. Right. Um, there's a book out by, well, there's a book, and William, I think it's William Williams, and it's just about some of the history of New Zealand. And man, when we, and true, it's coming from a white man's perspective and how he saw the early Māori, but when you look at some of the things they did, you know, right, right, cannibalism, right, you know, <laughs> just br brutality on, right. on each other, right, yeah. and on their enemies. Yeah. Whether their enemies were Māori from yeah. another tribe or whether their enemies were the white man. Right. You know, Māori, we, I think, must not romanticise the wrong and the bad of our culture. And I think we do. But I think not only us, but I think every culture does that. 